you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Soltó el balón y lo tiene Kansas City. Ahora cruzó el plano. Cruzó el plano. No. No cruzó el plano. Flowers. Oh, Zay Flowers, get lastima. Hola, que tal? What's good, everybody? This is the El Huddle podcast where we celebrate the Latino voices that make the NFL, the entertainment world, and everything go round. My name is Will Sub, alongside my hermana, my prima, my prima hermana, MJ Acosta Ruiz. Good to see you, Will. Good to see you. Um, Likewise, man, just watching as always. That- that clip, um, one of the piv- one of the many pivotal moments that sort of sealed sealed the fate for the Ravens um, over the mm-hmm. weekend, but brought us one step closer to knowing that the Chiefs were yet again in the Super. I can't believe that's it. We're there. We have our Super Bowl yeah. matchup. Chiefs Nanas. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, for everyone yeah, I, who I think... wasn't aware, Patrick Mahomes is the boogeyman. Okay, never, <laughs> never, ever discount that man ever. Wow. Wow, Yeah, he's the zigzag man. He's whatever you want to call him. He's Freddy Krueger from Friday the 13th. He's, uh, or or no, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm getting my my horror flicks. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Jason from Friday the 13th. Uh, Yeah, you just can't. You, you can't stop him. He's 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 honestly like como una cucaracha. You know, he's like you keep trying to like step on it, step on it, step in it. It keeps moving, right? It keeps going. And yeah. Patrick Mahomes is a player that I do feel like we just take for granted because mm-hmm. they are in this thing year in and year out. Yep. And he is a lot like the modern day Tom Brady now, where yeah. you just expect him to win. You expect him to be in the mix, no matter yeah. how talented or uh, how how less talented the team is. He's always there. And you look at what he's done before turning 30. He has 14 postseason wins. Tom Brady had 12 yep. before the age of 30. So Patrick Mahomes is doing otherworldly things. And him and Travis Kelsey and, and Kelsey you know, playing 17 postseason games i mean that's a full season that they're playing and just absolute brilliance from the both of them and of course their future hall of fame coach and andy reed i think and we touched about the, on this a little bit um before championship sunday but the way you know that mahomes and the chiefs have really reached a new level and what they can do there is the amount of people rooting against them at this point. It's very reminiscent yes, of yes. when the Patriots and New England went on that ridiculous run, right, where people are like, oh, I don't want to see the Chiefs again. Am I guilty of that? You'll never know. But 
It's true. <laughs> like once you start winning and you're winning a lot and you're winning decisively, regardless of what weapons you have there. I mean, there's something to be said to your point about the Kelsey and um, Mahomes connection. It's just special. It's different. Mm -hmm. But when you think of Rashid Rice, when you think of Isaiah Pacheco from last year to this year and like last year, everyone thought, oh, it's a rebuilding year. Oh, really? <laughs> Because they went yeah. all the way to Not the Super Bowl quite. and won it with, I think, more rookies than anybody else who was in the postseason last year. So it, it's just a testament not over to them. And shouts out to Andy Reid and what he can come up mm -hmm. with and how he can dismantle teams like the Ravens, who are one of the most consistently dominant teams throughout the entire season. And then they fell at home. And I don't think they just mm -hmm. fell. I don't think it was a collapse. I think Andy Reid was more than ready to make sure that his team walked away with the AFC championship and a spot in the Super Bowl. So, you know what? Hate them, love them, but the Chiefs are there and they are damn good. Yeah, estoy de acuerdo, right? I am right there with you. And we got to give a shout out to Steve Spagnola too. That defense Period. was constantly putting pressure mm -hmm. on Lamar Jackson. And I don't know if... You know, Todd Monken, the OC for the Ravens, he got a little flustered because they never ran the ball in the second half, which right. I thought that that they should stick with, not abandon so quickly. So right. they were forcing Lamar to throw more, and they just were, were putting so much pressure on him where it clearly got yeah. to him. He threw that, that interception, which mm -hmm. was a backbreaker. And then before that, as we heard the call with um, Zay Flowers, and that great play Ooh. from Legereus Sneed, who that guy is just a baller. And, and yeah. he doesn't get enough recognition for how good he is. And then Flowers, you know, then then before that, uh, I believe on that drive, the taunting, which was mm -hmm. totally unnecessary and it's such a rookie Come thing. Come on, I know. But those are the sorts of things where that's like 15 yards that you need. You need against it. Against this yes. team. Yeah. Absolutely. And so... Uh, now, though, they're going to be a little shorthanded because Charles Amenahu, he's out with an ACL, so he's not going to be able to play in the Super Bowl. So that is, I think, going to affect things for Spagnolo. I still think that they're going to be ready, and Andy Reid's going to get them ready. And, uh, you know, Another listen, I just wanted to see... At this point. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I, I just would have wanted to see the Ravens at least put up more of a fight and not 100%. go out with a whimper. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing I would have wanted is just to really see them give their best shot here. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we game. actually saw it. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. Um, so, so that's yeah. one where we're going to see the, the chiefs. They'll, they'll be, there'll be plenty of people hating on them because of their yeah. brilliance over the last few years. They're also going to be hating on the fact that Taylor Swift is, is uh, potentially going to be there. There's speculation there. about whether she is or she is. You think that 100% she's going to be there? Even though the she has a concert. Super Bowl. Are you kidding? Even though she has a concert in Japan, you think that she's going to be there? Uh, she can literally change, like, change the time continuum at this point. If she, like, she has <laughs> she's that capable of doing anything. Absolutely. Yeah, she, there's I, no scenario where she misses the Super Bowl. They're just, they'll, they'll hold the game. The whole kickoff until she gets there. Like, <laughs> you're, be, you're probably right. You're, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see her being there. And I know there is a contingent of people that are like, oh, please, collective eye roll. We have to see more of Taylor Swift. The reality is like Taylor Swift is not asking for the attention. She is there yeah. to cheer on her boyfriend who happens mm -hmm. to be playing on the Kansas City Chiefs. And she happens to be the biggest pop star in mm -hmm. the world, at least one of the biggest ones in yeah. the world. 
And I think you could tell, like, she just is not seeking that out. But obviously, it for, just comes with the territory for her. Yeah, yeah. For like a network director, producer, they're going to focus in on her because she's a part of it. Uh, so that's going to be another reason why people are going to mm. hate uh, the the Chiefs, which right. brings us obviously now to the 49ers mm -hmm. who, wow, they just I don't know if they needed to fall behind in order to get that focus or something. Right. But that first half reminded me of True Detective Night Country. It's a little horrifying, <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's engrossing. Uh, I don't know if you've watched it. It's excellent. Not yet. Excellent. I'm not in the right headspace. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's Randy it's Cosines gonna... that he says it's a very good show. I've seen other true detectives. I'm just I, I need. This to get is my there. first season of watching. I didn't watch the other. Really? Seasons. Supposedly well, they're all sort there's of self self-contained. So yes, yeah. yes. Season that, one, that's, I agree. Like I did watch season one. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's reminded me of the fact that like I can't handle snow. I mean, it's I lived in it for five years. So looking at uh, this series and watching it, it's just like nah it's too much I'm fine with one uh, i know yes, you're right there with me it, it was scary to watch like i for a second there it's like okay lions oh snap like is this is this really happening um i was mm -hmm. checking constantly on our girl cynthia freeland i facetimed her a couple times oh <laughs> just yeah to make sure cynthia. Was sad for her oh. and lions fans but at the end of the day mm -hmm. you have to be able to close out you have to be able mm -hmm. to close out the game like a, a tough loss just doesn't cut it at this point, especially when you're one step away from the Super Bowl, right? So um, I think mm -hmm. credit to the 49ers for being able to rally back. But in my opinion, that is not the recipe to go up against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I mean, they were there just four years ago, Super Bowl 54 in Miami. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? I remember it vividly. I was there and yeah. um, oh, yeah. we were prepping because all the way through halftime, it looked like the 49ers had it sealed up. What yep. I think will be a bad day for the 49ers is if they fall behind mm -hmm. against the Chiefs. Um, I think totally because right. They don't let off the gas. They don't. I think the Niners almost have to play a perfect game. Yeah, um, or, or a near perfect game, mm -hmm. right? Because we saw them against the Packers, too. They had to come back against yep. them. Yep. I think they they need to figure out that run defense yes. and really tighten that up to start yes, because we Aaron saw Jones Aaron Jones all over him yeah yes yes and David Montgomery and Jameer mm -hmm. Gibbs but then in the second half you know uh you know Josh Reynolds drops mm -hmm. passes uh they go for it obviously on fourth down and and Dan Campbell Dan Gamble if you want to call him that goes for it again that's the identity of the team and yeah. I understand the philosophy but I, I've said this before about other signal or 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 i should say other play callers, play callers or other yeah. coaches you know that we've said about shanahan or mcdaniel or mcveigh some of these guys who are younger who who i think sometimes they just maybe overthink things mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe not going with the instinct and this was this was an occasion where i thought you know what maybe go with the points because yeah. you don't have to convince your team that you believe in them you just do scared. already believe they in know them, that and they believe in you yeah right they already know that I agree. But how were you feeling and how was your son Ben feeling throughout the game? Mm. He's like our, our tiny but mighty uh, 49ers <laughs> fan. Um, we know several fans of the Niners in this building who were yes, we um, near cardiac arrest. Um, how yeah. was it at your household? 
Uh, well, so we we went over to uh, somebody else's house. There was a bunch of uh, 49er fans there, and there was genuine concern. Well, we thought, okay, this is this is the the Lions game. This mm-hmm. is their season. They're a team of destiny. So I think there was actually some resignation. Well, right. we thought, oh boy, trying to come back because again, the 49ers yeah. outside of that Packers game where they came back they haven't been known to rally when they've been down with these uh kyle shanahan teams so i think there was some resignation that you know well hey this is this is just the the lions deal they had in the house barry sanders had eminem you know went into flipping Mm -hmm. off uh 49er fans i saw that did you see the sweater it said mom spaghetti in the back i was like i kind of want one (laughs) it was actually kind of cool right i mean only eminem right yeah yeah uh, yeah so so then when when the second half started started and then the the Brandon IU catch I mean everybody was losing their minds yep. because that was a a play in 49ers history where if you go back obviously the the catch the Tara Lowens catch against mm-hmm. the Packers like it's it's in that category I feel like and that really changed everything and so that just energized everybody and everybody was going insane crazy i love that i mean uh, pretty end of the day 20 of 31 267 pass yards a touchdown and a pick so i mean Mm -hmm. he he rose to the occasion in the back end when they really really needed him to but again like you have to be that way throughout the entire game at the Super Bowl. Um, how do you feel about his performance and, and what's to come now on, on the Super Bowl stage? Honestly, I think, uh, well, we'll see how his his nerves handle such mm-hmm. a big stage, right? Because you never know. And it is foreign to him. It's new to him. But he does mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. guys around him who are familiar with the experience. Yeah. Kittle, Juszczyk, our guy Warner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so he is surrounded by guys who have experience. I I hope that he uses his legs again. Yeah, because that I think was really that is going to, to keep yeah. the defense honest. And you know, we saw Karloftis and and Menahu, mm-hmm. we just mentioned is hurt. I mean, just get after after Lamar yeah. Jackson. So I think I think he's just gonna have to use his his legs more. And I think that he's shown he can be clutch making those those yeah, throws he when he has to. He can. And he's not afraid to stand in the pocket and take a hit. Mm-hmm. and deliver when he has to. And I think this team believes in him. And I think if if Kyle Shanahan can just make that right, you know, that right game plan for him to mm-hmm. continue to to at least not not play to lose, you got to play to win no and, and try to play keep away from yeah. the the Mahomes led offense. I think a big thing for about Brock Purdy is we've seen him in, in really intense moments and he doesn't seem frazzled to me, but I think there's something mm-hmm. to be said about, and, and my mom always says this, you know, when you're, when you're in a hurry, so you're trying to rush and then like you do something and knock over the water bottle and now you have to clean up the water yeah. and it makes you even more late. Right. She always yeah. says, anda despacio que estoy de prisa, which means mm. slow down because I'm in a hurry. And when you think about it, it's true. If you just you try to hurry more because you know that you're late and you end up just mounting on top of it. And I think we saw a little bit of that um, in in this game in terms of maybe being frantic because, you know, you're behind and like things just keep piling on. Now, he was able to course correct at the end. But I think the key will be anda despacio que estoy de prisa in terms of keep the pace, stay in control and don't get frazzled. Don't do more things like don't throw an interception. Don't, you know, any of these things that can make you be more behind or late to have you dig out of a hole because it's not going to work out the same against the Chiefs. So 
Purdy, if anything, just think of Maria Acosta. Sure, that's top of mind for him Maria. as as you're going there. Mama Maria <laughs> always has the sayings, but they're always true. It happened like, to me. Can you imagine? He says, like, you know, he's in the huddle. And he says, okay, Maria Acosta, uno, dos, tres. Right. Acosta. Break. You know, Maybe huddle. Maria could be the call. I could see Kittle yelling <laughs> it out. Come on. I know he would. <laughs> but it was an incredible sight. Um, and coming up right here, our colleague, our primo, no relation, yes. maybe. Omar Ruiz is coming yes. on the show. He was there. He was on the field. Um, he was there for the entire game. He's been covering the Niners throughout the entire season. He will be here to mm-hmm. recap what was an emotional and exciting uh, NFC Championship game on the other side of the break here on the In Huddle podcast. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The Athletic called it the Immaculate Deflection. <laughs> Just one of those memorable catches. And MJ, our next guest, was actually there. He's been covering not just the NFL, but the 49ers and this magic carpet ride that they're on. Talk about, like, what is la familia? We're talking about our guy. We work with him at NFL Media, Omar D. Ruiz. Did you throw in the middle initial? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we've reached our, our Ruiz quota. I need to get a Selva in here, too, to make this thing equal. What's this up, This is Omar? a long time coming, man. We've been wanting to get Omar here. But, you know, our bosses keep him all over the place, all over the country. It's so tough. Um, so we're so happy that you're here. And we're watching that clip, of course, Omar, um, of, of that incredible catch. That was more of the turning point in the game for the Niners. To walk us through this because it very much literally a game, a story of two halves. So let's start with the first half, which was rough for Niners fans to watch. What was the atmosphere going into halftime over at Levi Stadium? Yeah. Well, it was quiet. You can imagine Ooh. the shock in all of Niner Nation at Levi Stadium, expecting this coronation of the 49ers right. and the number one seed. And all year long, they have aimed for this top seed in the NFC so they could get the home field advantage. And the Lions did whatever they wanted in the first half offensively. The 49ers couldn't get anything going. And just to put matters into even more perspective, at halftime, legendary band, Bay Area band, Journey, was playing. So they were expecting them to get the crowd rocking and rolling and the old school songs to pump up the crowd. And then, of course, they start playing Don't Stop Believing, right? And then he said, so did it work? you know, it he's works. just a city boy from South Detroit. And no. So the Lions fans just go crazy. 
And so it's like everything that could go wrong for the 49ers went wrong in that Awkward. first half, including including getting the halftime crowd fired up for the Lions fans. And um, but then but then you mentioned the Brandon IU catch and the immaculate deflection. Uh, really was, you know, the turning, the turning point, right? And then, mm-hmm. you know, a couple plays later, they scored the touchdown and then the ensuing possession, Lions fumbled the ball. And then in a moment's notice, the game was tied. And, and obviously the rest is history, but that will go down. Will, you grew up in San Francisco. MJ, you yep. covered the Niners for a while. You know about the catch. You know about the yep. catch two. You know about the catch three. <laughs> All the signature moments in 49er history and Brandon Ayuk's NFC championship game. Yeah, uh, immaculate deflection will go down in that Niner lore as well. I think for sure. Yeah, well, well, Omar, what did you think of Dan Gamble and and <laughs> Dan Gamble going for it on fourth down? He's been taking a lot of heat uh, over it because those were those just added to what yeah. we saw and and what the result ended up becoming. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mind the second half fourth down. Uh, going for it because that's what they've been all season okay. long. The one I mm-hmm. did mind, though, the one I did mind was in the first half. At the mm-hmm. end of the first half, fourth and goal from the three, it's 21-7. Yeah. to seven. They could go for the jugular right there before halftime, but instead they kicked the field yep. goal. And so they went up 24-7, which I didn't I didn't mind that decision. Sure. You know, that's I'm more of that old-school kind of logical, you take the points when you can get them kind of, kind of thing. Yep. But, but the fact that he played it conservatively there at that point when he could have gone for the jugular instead of, and then and then changed going back to the way he had done things all season in the second half i just didn't like that inconsistency yeah <clears throat> but specifically those fourth down calls in the second half it's it's what they are it's who they are yeah and uh and obviously well and i think the thing i appreciated most maybe about all of that was his comments after the game appreciating the scrutiny, appreciating the mm. questions, not getting defensive about it. Yeah. Um, he, he just said, hey, it's on me. I believe in my team. Um, I don't regret it, but I understand your guys' questions. And I think that said a lot about his character, why he's ingratiated himself to that locker yeah. room, why he's endeared himself to the organization and the community. And I think that says a lot about Dan Campbell, um, the fact that they didn't get it and the humility to admit that uh, it was – it was he didn't regret the decision, but obviously it didn't work out for them. Yeah, that's a good way to diffuse uh, the post game press conference room <laughs> as well, which he's yeah. excellent at. Um, switching it back yeah. to, to the Niner side, because obviously we, we keep talking about how reminiscent this is of the Super Bowl 54 when they went up against the Chiefs in Miami. And on the lead up to that, um, you know, I was covering that NFC championship game at Levi Stadium uh, that year as well. And I remember I was maybe like one, it was John Lynch, his security, and then me on the sideline, because just like you did, Omar, you have to run out there to get that post game interview. They're <laughs> setting up the stage for the trophy ceremony. It is absolute chaos in the best possible way. In those moments leading up to the end of the game, as you're on the sideline, what do you remember seeing and, and what, what did it feel like there? Well, it was incredible because the Fox set was there because, of course, they had, right. uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Howie and mm-hmm. Kurt Menefee and Jay Glazer. All those guys were there, was there. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. stadium. And their big, huge set was behind uh, the quarter of the field that that we were gathering around. And so Aaron Andrews is right there next to me. And, and you know, she's asking for her postgame requests. I'm asking for mine. All the other national media that are there are lining up for their interviews. 
And I remember um, when the Lions were about to kick the onside kick mm. and I, I looked at Aaron, I said, hey, you were there in Seattle when they kicked the onside kick against Green Bay in that NFC championship game. And it and it took her a second to remember. She's like, oh, yeah. And then so, <laughs> so we kinda, because yeah. at that point, I think once the Niners went up 10 late in the game, you just kind of thought, OK, well, it's probably over. But then the Lions scored that touchdown. And right. We've seen crazy things happen. Yep. So we kind of had to refocus on the game itself rather than the interviews that we're pursuing. Right. And you know how chaotic it is after the game. Uh, they had lined up Nick Bosa for us, a couple sacks, and mm. you know one of the defensive heroes of the game for the Niners. Once we got out there, we never saw Nick Bosa. No, I mean we ended impossible. up getting yeah. yeah, yeah, we ended up getting you know Brock Purdy and mm-hmm. Brandon uh, Ayuk and Trent Williams and between Stacey Dales and I, Debo and and Fred Warner and you know George Kittle and you know had some great interviews, but the one that they had intended to set up for us <laughs> didn't even happen right but, but we saw some great moments you know and and just great interviews just getting that raw emotion from the guys is just uh truly unmatched that you could really only get at a championship game or a super bowl um I yeah thought- and, and those were great interviews too mj so that 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 omar got there on the field we've been running them on good morning football and just to see like like purdy still seemed like he was thankful for the moment but also yeah. still seemed kind of businesslike and, and Kittle was just soaking <laughs> it all in and being you know this gregarious personality which he always is all the time and you yeah. were actually making a joke with him yeah did you uh, and, and now it turns out NFL films actually caught him saying early in the game that he was telling Brock Purdy because you guys probably remember that viral video a few years ago where some kid was getting or a coach or a player was getting interviewed in a high school game somewhere. And he said, they had us in the first half. Not yeah, going to lie. So that clip, so that clip went viral, right? So <laughs> George Kittle in our interview, I say, Hey George, you guys were down 24 to seven at the half, but came back to win. How did you do it? And then he goes, they had us in the first half, not going to lie. <laughs> and then, his comedic and then, timing is perfect. Yeah. Just comedic timing. His, his wit is just, you know, we just described how chaotic it is down there on the field. And for him to have his comedic wit still yeah. on point like that. So he gives that line. He gives the rest of the answer about them fighting back and, you know, all that. And then I said, hey, I saw what you did there. And then his <laughs> face lit up yeah. about, you know, me recognizing the joke. And as it turns out, NFL Films got him saying that to Brock to Purdy, you? like in the second quarter. Oh. He said, yeah, he said, hey, at the end of this game, I'm going to do all my interviews and I'm going to say, Got, they got us yeah. in the first half. I'm yeah. not going to lie. And, I, and he's like, I can't wait to say that because we're going to come back and win. And so, and so the fact that he called his shot and then still delivered all that. And then when, when he was up there with the with the championship ceremony with Michael Strahan, he set it up there on the stage and in, in the in the big screen. And uh, and yeah, I mean, George Kittle, he really is one of a kind. Yeah. And, um, and and, you know, but they all they all their own respective moments, you know, great interviews. And like you said, Purdy was him. So focused, Debo Samuel was just so relieved to get through that game. As much pain as he was in with his shoulder, and, and still led the team in receiving, and and all the guys, you know, had their heroic moments and just a, a joyous occasion uh, for the Niner faithful there. There was a, a meme, a series of memes of uh, Brock Purdy walking in like his game day entrance. He's in his khakis and his little like uh, jacket, and all the different memes were like, it looks like Shanahan just called in Purdy to to reboot the. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Don't might leave us I mean, I just can't. But like, whatever. He gets out there and wins. They're like, oh, my man just came from a Coles um, commercial shoot. Leave him alone. He knows his style. He knows who he is. As long as he keeps getting dubs, it doesn't matter. Um, but he but, you is know all of them. But, you true know, who they are. Yeah, but you know what's cool, and I think this is a reflection of that poise that he always carries himself with, is those celebrations. Mm -hmm. When when they score a touchdown, when he throws a touchdown pass, when he makes a big play, he goes nuts. Yeah. And yeah. so at that yeah. point, that's when he lets all that emotion out. Mm -hmm. And um and that's that's neat to see. It's cool to see that side of him because he is so poised and diligent and focused all the time to see that side of his personality in those moments and his teammates feed off of that they yeah. know when yeah. when brock is letting loose you know this is a guy we want to follow and follow they certainly have and uh, they're going to continue to follow him to vegas no question yeah, so are you going to be going to vegas omar yeah go on, on sunday i'm not sure if we're going to get yeah. the arrivals you know as the plane arrives but i'll be there it'll be the i mean you, you guys know super you're going to be at the, at the dorito chip is where you're going to be you're gonna What's be that? staying there. The Dorito. You're gonna be staying at the Dorito chip. Oh my god! I think that's where like the media. What is that? A Kelsey <laughs> or something? Whatever. The it's Dorito called. chip. Yeah. What's that? The they made it into yeah, a Dorito so chip, like one of the. It's, oh, yeah, are you the, serious? Excellent the luxury, brand placement yeah, the, the by it. them. <laughs> With the chips and salsa, little guacamole. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking, baby. Now we're Memories. talking. Thank you for yeah. taking us through that. All right. Um, stay hydrated, my friend. You're the best. We got a long week ahead. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. My hydrated, rested, all of it. Got to prep now. Like, literally. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Omar. We love you. Thanks, Omar. You're the best, man. Right, love you. Love you, too. Thanks for having me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Y al final el partido lo empieza a utilizar la segunda parte. Vamos a dos yardas, lo que necesitan los 49ers. Justin entró al campo. La entrega. McCaffrey casi sin que nadie lo toque. Touchdown. El partido se va a empatar. Does Christian McCaffrey levitate? I mean, it's. It's, it's almost supernatural the way he can just run through people. I mean, he was untouched in that. By the way, shout out to his um, fiance, Olivia Culpo, former Miss yes. Universe. If you guys didn't know, she was also mm -hmm. rocking custom Kristen Juszczyk, um gear at the game. Congratulations to Kristen, who now has a licensing deal with the NFL. I love this for her. Okay. Entrepreneur, yeah. designer. Now she's official, official. Um, yeah. For those who don't Love know, Will, she's been she's not new to this game. She's been designing outfits for game days for years and years and years. Yeah, that's All the other 49ers right? wives have been wearing her stuff. So they're like, thanks everybody else for catching on. How do we get a custom El Huddle? Uh, <laughs> El yeah, Huddle let's gear. make it we happen. It in our budget. Because um, yeah, I'm I guess sure not. yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> I can guarantee Yeah, it's you. changed. Well, we see like Clay Thompson, he wore it uh, before a. Yep. Uh, 
warrior game. So, mm -hmm. so good for her. Um, you know, I'm going to go into the Ipunto, or maybe that is a, an Ipunto right there. Like, good for, for Christian, uh, Kristen to have that, and good for the use checks to have that. Uh, you know, for me, my Ipunto is that we see the 49ers and the Chiefs are going to be wearing the same color uniforms oh, that no. they wore when they last faced each other in in miami yep and uh you know it's i would have loved to have seen the 49ers in their in their home jerseys would yeah. have been so great you know yeah um so i don't know if they're if that's something going to be an omen or something that the uh the chiefs are going to mm -hmm. to grab onto. I, I i don't know but you know um, players are superstitious <laughs> So yes, they are. That it's a rematch and that the, the Chiefs are, again, the home team like this is this is going to be interesting. But um, the reason they do that, guys, it's, a, it's especially for situations like this where the team colors are the same, almost the same. Yeah. <laughs> that way we're yeah, not just looking crazy, at a right? bunch of red <laughs> um, yeah. out on, on the field. So it's going to be interesting. Uh, my punto is that, um, you know, Super Bowl is such a huge Everybody compares their biggest moment of the year to the Super Bowl. Oh, this is the Super Bowl of X. This is a Super Bowl of Y. This is my Super Bowl this week, blah, 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 right? Um, and we are blessed enough, again, to to relive this in, in the job that we do. Um, I know you don't take it for granted, Will. Neither do I. Like, I think sometimes the, the nope. season can feel so long. And then playoffs sure. gives us this other jolt. And then Super Bowl is the craziest week of the year. Um, and, man, this is really, really cool. Like, um, going back to our last week's episode where we talked to Leo, like this is what we do for a living. <laughs> like mm -hmm. we get crazy, to, right? We get to share our love of this with with all of you guys, with nuestra familia, and um, I, I especially this year, like one of my mantras for the year was to be in the moment, to be present, um, and to take account of the things that are really, really special. And we're very lucky to do this job um, and to be able to live this. Uh, every single day so i'm excited you guys can't wait um for us to bring mm -hmm. to life the super bowl to bring it to you to be your ojitos and your orejitas um from vegas um while while we live this it's very very cool Así es, muy bien, estoy de acuerdo. Again, I am totally in agreement with you. We are at this point in time, the culmination. Mm -hmm. And listen, th these are our two storied franchises yep. going head to head. Let's just get a good game and let's That's be it. entertained. I think we will. And I see no I think we will as well. No other scenario. They're gonna they're gonna fight for their lives out out yeah. on the field. So it's gonna be great. I can't wait. Guys, continue to follow us, like, subscribe, share it. And Download. let us know what you guys think. What do you want to hear? Especially as we're getting um ready to set but in Orlando for Pro Bowl and in Super Bowl, we have even more access than normal. So, you know, tweet us or what is it? X us? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Uh, no, you're still posting that. something, right? Um, yeah, we're really more active on Instagram. So just hit us up there and let us know uh, who you want to hear from and, and what you want to see. Will, as always, man, this is it. We're there. Prima we hermana. It. We, made, we it. made it. Who knew? <laughs> Adios, prima hermana. Adios. Look at us. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 